من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشيخنا وسندنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وأتباعه وذرياته وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كنتم خير أمة أخرجت للناس تأمرون بالمعروف وتنهون عن المنكر وتؤمنون بالله ولو آمن أهل الكتاب لكان خيرا لهم منهم المؤمنون وأكثرهم الفاسقون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من رأى منكم منكرا فليغيره بيده فإن لم يستطع فبلسانه فإن لم يستطع فبقلبه وذلك أطعف الإيمان أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والتسليم ويدرو الشيخ رزيز اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا وسندنا ومولانا محمد وعلى أصحاب سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم We are very fortunate indeed to be Muslims This gift of Iman will never realize how important it is It's a royal gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah gives wealth to the mu'min and to the kafir to the one he loves and the one he does not like Wealth was never the means of acceptance by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if wealth was a means of the acceptance by Allah ta'ala and the love of Allah ta'ala, then the richest of people would be, would be Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. But Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasalam, he went days without food. His family was poor. The Fatima radiallahu ta'ala, days without food, he could bear all this. <coughs> Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, if I want the Mount Uhud to follow me in gold, Allah ta'ala said that if he wants that Mount Uhud be gold, and he follows you wherever he wants to go, then that will also be done. But Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wealth was not what he came in this world to teach us about. Yes, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came, the most important thing was our Iman. Iman is the most important thing. Wealth is just a conveyance. We need some amount of it Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for his own family. Allahumma ch'al ala Muhammadin kuta. Oh Allah, the wealth for the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, just make it sufficient. Just make it sufficient. Not too much. For the day-to-day needs, make it sufficient. This was Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa dua for his family. What Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa came to teach us about? Iman, deen. So this iman that we have is a royal gift. Only those who Allah loves, Allah gives us iman to. And the more iman a person has, that's a sign, the more Allah loves that person. That's a sign, Allah loves him more. A person is reading more salah, Allah loves you more, that's a sign. You're giving more zakat, you're giving more charity, sadaqah, lillah, you're spending more time, good time, your, uh, you know, the activities of deen, these are signs that Allah loves us more. But if a person is taking life casually, and he's, so to say, bafikar, there's ghaflat. Then you have to think that, you know what, why am I not being accepted? There was a slave girl, she was bought by a very pious man once. So, anyways, when she was bought, in the old days, slavery was very common. So she was bought, 
And when she came, the night she's spending in Salah, as she's spending this night in Salah, she's crying to Allah Ta'ala, the master can't sleep. And after she says, oh Allah, it is the love that you have for me that I am performing this Salah at late at night. So she says, so the master says to the slave girl, that, oh slave girl, listen to me. Change the wording. Say, oh Allah, the love I have for you, that is why I'm getting up. She says, what do you know? It's Allah's love for me that he has brought me to make me stay up. Allah has not, does not have that love for you, that is why you are staying on the bed. Then she picks up her hands and says, Oh Allah, the matter between you and I was a secret up to today. Now that it has been divulged, Oh Allah, you take me away. And she takes a deep breath and breathes her last. So this love that Allah Ta'ala has for us, that is why we are in the masjid. That is why we have come here, believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is Allah's love for us. And then He made us amongst the best of ummat. It's the ummat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. No better ummat. Ummat is last to come and first to enter Jannah. The best of ummats Allah Ta'ala made us on. And then Allah Ta'ala says that amongst the last of ummah, but the best of kuntum khayra ummah. You are the best of ummah. Why? Now Allah Ta'ala tells us the reason why we are the best of ummah. There are many, many reasons in the Quran should be given. Amongst them the first comes in Surah Baqarah. وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطًا I made you a very balanced ummah. I made you a very balanced ummah. That means there is no extremism in our ummah. Today the normal things that we have to do, we call that extreme. We are not doing what we are supposed to do. Then, in the fourth Surah Ali Imran, Ayah 110, Jews 4. Allah says, كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ ummah." That we are the best of Ummah. And Allah Ta'ala qualifies it. And why are we the best of Ummah? Because we're supposed to be doing two actions. Two things we're supposed to be doing. Allah Ta'ala chose us. Why? Ta'muruna bil ma'roof. You have to enjoy good. And Alhamdulillah, we're all always doing it. Come for salah, brother. Read your Quran Sharif, tell our children. We're enjoying good. The Jamaats come to our doors, they invite us, the ulama come and tell us about the good we should do. And Alhamdulillah, we're doing this quite a bit. This is our duty. And those who are doing good, we should assist them. But that's only half. The second part is to stop evil. We must stop evil. Now doing half the job is important, at least that is being done, but stopping of evil. In the society we are living today, there is more evil than good. And I, th- I think we all will agree on this point. We all will agree on this point, that there is more evil than good. Parents are crying that my children have become monsters. Children can't see the parents' faces. Forget respect of our elders, we can't respect our senior ulama, we can't respect anybody. Child goes to madrasa, the ustad can't tell him anything. I'll bring my father for you. In the old days, 20 years ago, many of us have seen these days, a child came to masjid. If he spoke out of hand, 
that he wasn't the child of that father only. He was a child of all the adult Musallis. I remember myself on a lighter note, you know, I still remember, remind our Muazdin, he's 80 somewhat years old. I was as a youngster, 12, must have been about 8, 9 years old, playing in a masjid one day. And he was giving adhan. He stopped his adhan, came and gave me one nice tight sounder, you know. But there was no complaining to Papa in that. He put you in place. The Muazdin could put you in place. Today the Imam Sahib can't say anything. Imam Sahib says anything, I will take you to court. No respect. No respect. The child will come right outside the masjid. He'll be smoky. Nobody can tell him anything. He'll throw that stumpy down there. Nobody can tell him anything. Where is the respect gone? Why has this happened? Because we stopped. When in Munkar, we stopped telling the we stop stopping them from evil. Once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned one hadith in a time previous to ours. Allah ta'ala told Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, he sent him down. Awahallah ala Jibreel. Alipmi badida kaza wa kaza. They go and destroy the certain village or town. So this, so Jibreel alayhi came down to this town and he sees, he goes back to Allah ta'ala. Oh Allah, in this town, in the city, in this village, there is a person, a very pious person. He has never disobeyed you for even a wink of an eye. Allah says, go destroy him with the inmates of the village. Why? The reason is that Allah says, when they were, when they brought about the disobedience of Allah, he didn't even wink an eye. He just ignored it. So when we ignore evil, and we don't stop evil, when the punishment of Allah Ta'ala comes, will come on all of us. Allah protect us all. There are six stages how this thing happens. At stage one, we overlook the evil. We overlook the evil. My child is small. I'm the grandfather, the nana, the dada at home. Not only the parents have responsibilities, even the nana and dada have responsibilities. You still have to tell your children, you see your granddaughter going to madrasa, going to school, at the age of four or five. Mashallah, my baby, you're so cute. You've got two ponytails. Going without scarf. Did we ever tell you going without scarf? Where's your burqa? So we overlooked that. You say, no, she's still small. If she's still small, why are you sending her to school? If she's still small, why are you sending her to school? She can understand school, my learn colors and that. She can't learn the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So she, at that age, you must encourage them. They must start, when they're starting, they, you go with the burqa to school. The problem, we are small, we went madrasa first. Now you have to go to school first. One, one friend of mine, very nicely told me, you know. Because, you see, I said, I send my children to school. But I'm sending them to grade one. They have to go for aptitude test. Say, they have to go for interview. Very is from India. Is, so he said, over there only when you're going for a job, you go for interview. Or even before you go to school, you have to go for interview. So whole, you know, I remember one Morana said long ago, one Bayan, he said, our days, today everybody going for tuition. In our days, only the stupid children go for tuition. You know, everything has changed. Ulta you know? So first thing is overlook. That child is going to madrasa school. Put that burqa on. Go buy one burqa yourself. Buy the most prettiest. Pay expense. 
If it's expensive also, buy it and put it on. Now tell the child, mashallah, baby, you look so cute. But don't overlook it. Don't overlook it. It starts from here. I'll just give you an example. Once you overlook this evil, then you permit it. And use the same example. The child will keep on going to school. Now it's going. You don't think anything about it now. You overlook it. You overlooked it. Parents overlooked it. What the child is going to learn? Is he learning deen or is he learning the western style of life? So we overlooked it. Now we overlooked it. We legalized it. We legalized this evil. No, what's wrong? She's only a child. What is wrong? Only a child. We all agree on these three points so far, I'm sure. See, so we're going forward now. We're just trying to build our case. How this whole thing turns around. So we legalized it. Now somebody else comes and tells you, somebody else's child is doing with stuff. She's small, so hot. It's so hot. Why are you putting the burqa on? You see how we're going. So now we promoted that. We're not realizing what we're doing. Step one, step two, step three, step four. We promoted that. Then, as we're a little bit bigger now, we're looking so pretty. You're looking so pretty. You're promoting that evil. And we are at fault. We promoted that evil. You're looking so pretty. I don't want to say anything more. When people say looking so pretty. You know, I'm from Amzimto, so make me laugh. I speak very casually. I'm a farmer. Just make me laugh. Bear with me. I went one place. So I'll say it like how it is. I went one place. You see, we men, we don't have clean hearts. I places one lady walking past and I had to be there and you know you see this men categorized ladies forget a 20 liter oil drum this wasn't even a Jojo tank right so anyways as she's being past this man looking at her saying you know when I see you my heart just goes and you went to some funny thing bit. so we men you know you say so pretty doing something else so now we the pretty without that scarf and the tight clothes and she's wearing the tights, the ijar, not loose fitting, three-quarter tight ijar, it's hot. We're promoting the evil. We are part of that evil. Then, after promoting it, if somebody comes and tells us at the last stage, no, you must wear a scarf. You must dress up like this. What's wrong with you? You're not the father. Now we persecute the one, we're persecuting the one who is doing the Nahiyan in Muntar, he becomes the evil one. You got no right over that child, not your child. Don't we do that? So now, what has happened in this whole scenario? We lost our own children. Nobody can teach our children. Ya anfusakum wa nara. So come on, Allah Ta'ala. Allah says, Ku and Fusakum. Save yourselves and your family from Jahannam. This is the Mamra Amin. We ought to put the whole world right. Forget the world. We can't do it. We don't have the ability. We don't have the strength. We don't have the know how. We have to put ourselves, our homes right now. That's where we have to start off. Forget the whole world. What that person has said, what that country is doing, what the other one is doing, forget them. 
let us sort ourselves. Let us sort ourselves out now. Mouth is very close. There is no certainty of life. There is certainty of death. Nobody knows. Nobody knows when you're going to go. So life got no certainty. Zindagi ka barosa nahi. Zindagi ka barosa nahi. Mot yakini hai. Mot is yakini. So prepare for that. If that time has to come, Allah Ta'ala must be happy with us. So we say, no. Why should I tell him? If I don't listen to, you know, we have a whole lot of excuses. I'll give you one story from the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala. One Sahabi. One Sahabi. Young Sahabi throwing stones, you know, pebbles. So his uncle, also a Sahabi, stopped him. He says, Rasulullah Sassam stopped us from throwing stones. After some time, again he started doing that. I take a qasam, this elderly Sahabi say, I take a qasam that I will never speak to you. What will say? No, you're breaking unity. You're breaking the unity. So I say, I take a qasam that I will never speak to you. Because when I told you, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, you didn't listen to me. And he never speak to him again. How important deen was to them. So upholding the commandments, the injections of deen, today, today's time especially, is like, you know, you get hit from every side. That is why that reward for bringing alive a sunnah that is not being practiced, it's like you're becoming a shaheed hundred times. What a great reward. So in today's time, we all have to say, leave the whole world. Sometimes we come with the extended family also. Ourselves, our children, our grandchildren. Let us start with them. Start reading the kitabs of deen. Forget the TV. In front of the TV, all of us sitting. That's how it happened with the TV also. First was only Islamic TV. Now they want to see the one more spot only. Then after it became... The, the, I only want to see the commentator. You know, and then after you want to see one more thing and one more thing and one more thing, and you forgot the whole thing. And then after you say TV is haram, how can you say TV is haram? Only five years, seven years ago, TV became halal. Before that, it was always haram. So, man ra'a minkum munkaran The person who sees an evil, if you have the ability without getting yourself into any problems, then change it to your hand. We have to qualify today without any problems because you go to court. You say, Morana said, and Morana is extremist after it. <coughs> so, if you can't do that, so, illam yastadiq fabilisani. Talk about it. Talk about the evils. This is evil, my son. It is not good. Sit and talk to them. So, illam yastadiq fabilisani. And if that too we can't do, then take the evil as evil. Don't legalize it. Ya Allah, this is wrong. I know it's wrong. It's my weakness. I can't talk about it. And this is a very weak state, and that's where we are. But those of us who are men, inshallah, and got some courage, when we see evil, in whichever way, in a kind way, my father once told me, you see, if you want to say something, you want to stop some evil, say, the words of the Hadith Sharif, say it even though it's bitter. My father, my father explained to me that you don't say it in a bitter way. You mustn't say it in a Say it even though it's bitter, but don't, the hadith doesn't say, say it in a bitter way. Say it in a nice way. Sometimes you have to think a little bit how to do it. Don't do it immediately. Think, wait, let the times change, scenario change, and find a way around it. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us to